Spring is in full swing and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33 beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor some of my favorite conversations have happened over the rims of mugs i'm denise harper co-host of the morning show with bill and denise and program director for the bridge there's something special about sitting across the table from a friend whether we've known them forever or for just a minute with a good cup of coffee and an open heart and hopefully today's conversation will inspire and encourage you My guest today is Natalie Lane, and Natalie, it is such a pleasure to get a chance to chat with you and find out what's happening in your world. You are you maybe new to Christian radio, but certainly not new to the industry and to uh, music. So I'm looking forward to hearing more of your story. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Denise. I'm so happy to be here. You are currently on tour with Danny Gokey. Yes, he's the best. He is the best. He is a fan favorite. <laughs> we're all fan favorites of Danny Gokey here in our area. So, oh yeah. Wish that you were coming through this fall with Danny. That would have been great to have you here. I know. I do too. We were trying to make it everywhere and we couldn't this time, but next time we hope so. Well, you are going to be joining us for a ladies conference in January and we're really looking forward to that. So we we thought this would be a great opportunity to get to know you a little bit better. Is music something that has been in your blood from the beginning? I feel like <laughs> it's just connected to you. Yeah. How did that get started? <laughs> That's so kind. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's funny because really my whole family was into music in some way. Like it was just always around the house. Um, my mom's a singer and my dad plays bass and trombone. And so there were always just like instruments around. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm the oldest child. And so I was, I was kind of just born into that. And mm-hmm. um, my grandma became my first piano teacher. And so I just kind of learned from my family. Mm-hmm. It's funny because nobody's ever done music for a living, but they're like all into it either at church or just playing for fun. And um, I look back on my childhood and like Christmas time was like my favorite because we all got out the instruments and played together. And um, and so I just like, that's what I remember about growing up. Is I like love that. Yes. With my family. Yeah. <laughs> um, beautiful so, memories. <laughs> it right? was kind of built in. Yeah. Um, and it just became something that I, that I always wanted to do. And so when it came time to decide where to go to college, I picked a school called Belmont in Nashville and Mm -hmm. that got me here and I just never left. Now, where do you call home? So, I mean, I grew up in Colorado, in Colorado Springs, um, and I still, my whole family's there. So that feels like home, but (laughs) then I've been in Nashville now for about six years. So this is starting to feel like home. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a master's in piano performance, which I, I find refreshing, intriguing. I can pick it out that you are 
Like you are really in tune. I hate to use that word when I'm talking about piano and music, but you definitely (laughs) are just so connected with the proficiency and the gosh, you bring joy to life through the piano, through your musical skill. I just love it. And I've spent some time listening to your uh, project and it's like every song that I listen to. Oh, I like this one too. Oh, I love this one. (laughs) So I'm kind of, we're playing Amen on the bridge and we love it. Thank you for playing it. Yes, it is. uh, It's a a great pick-me-up song and I wondered if you'd tell a little bit about, I heard you tell a story about how you came to write this song. Could you share that? Yeah, totally. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's it's kind of funny because it feels like the story of it is still evolving, and so we're kind of in the middle of it. But Mm -hmm. the very kind of genesis of it was I just started like hearing the word "amen" everywhere, and I think you know when we start hearing things multiple places, that should perk our ears. Yes, like God, are you saying something? Like you know. Uh-huh. And so I just started hearing it everywhere and seeing it in scripture all the time. And so I kind of just tucked that word away. And I love what it means. It means, you know, to agree with something, mm-hmm. say, let it be, so yeah. be it. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, there's not a lot of things in the world that we come around and agree on right now. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is why the word was particularly interesting to me. But then I remember like just one random week, just kind of having a hard week myself and was, I was driving out of my neighborhood one morning and this is just such a small thing that kind of inspired the song, but I was driving out of my neighborhood and my, one of my neighbors was on their morning walk and they just like smiled really big at me and waved hello. And, um, it just lifted my spirits so much in that moment, like to believe that there is still kindness there is still, there's good things that God's doing, no matter how small they might be, but if we notice them, mm-hmm it can really just lift our eyes to the good. And so um, I thought it might be interesting if there was a song that could agree with all the good things that God's still doing. And um, so I kind of started, you know, sketching out ideas for that bridge. And and it says, you know, amen for the smile of a stranger and amen when the good guys win Mm -hmm. and all these, these good things that we can agree with. And so I took the idea to a few of my friends and we finished it together. Um, and it was cool how their perspectives came into it, too, and we could write it together. Yes. You know, one of the things I thought was fascinating about it is because you said it came to you when you were kind of having a tough week, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the song is so uplifting and encouraged. Like, just <laughs> it's just a joy bomb kind of thing, and yeah. you can't help but smile when you listen to the song. Oh, yeah. You- it's interesting how God does that, too. Like, he... He takes the things that are difficult. He takes things mm-hmm. that maybe feel weak sometimes and, and makes them strong and brings joy into them. And yeah. I think sometimes as writers, too, we like we write the things that we need to hear. Yes. And um, and so and then we hope that someone else needs to hear it, too, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I'm grateful that the joy of it is coming across for yeah, sure. Yeah, I feel like uh, we forget sometimes in the hard spaces that we can have joy in the middle of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That was part of the story too, even with my co-writers, like funny. Cause I, I was in a place mostly of a lot of joy in that 
that season, but mm-hmm. my co-writers were walking through a lot of grief and really hard things. And um, so they were coming at it from an even different angle. And we wanted to make sure in the song, we acknowledged both things. Like we acknowledge there is brokenness in the world and that is real. And we don't have to just like smile our way through that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to pretend yeah. that everything's fine because the brokenness is real. Um, but there's still this higher reality that there can be joy through it because, you know, joy is a fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. It's love and joy and peace. And so if we have the spirit, we can have joy, mm-hmm. even coexisting at the same time as those painful seasons. And so, they brought a really great perspective into the song, too, I think, of acknowledging both realities. Yeah. What's your favorite song on the project? Yeah. Mm. Oh, <laughs> That's man. like asking somebody to the pick time. their favorite child. <laughs> it totally is. It's like picking your favorite child, but like in your heart, you might have a favorite at yeah. that moment, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it it keeps changing for me, but right now... Um, I love Grateful For. Somehow I knew you were um, going to say that because you just really you you just were doing like a little uh, piano version, very acoustic, the other day mm-hmm. on Instagram, and I thought, oh, she's she's sitting here a while. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. Perfect going into uh, a season of Thanksgiving, and yeah, I would love for us to be able to carry that season all year long. Me too. Yeah, I think your song will help to do that. <laughs> I would love that. That's hey, awesome. Who's been your favorite artist to work with so far? Oh man, there are so many great people in the industry. What's really been fun for me is right now I'm getting to do like I'm getting to start my career at the same time as like my heroes are still playing. Mm-hmm. And so that's been really fun for me to like watch them and open for them. And um, so one that sticks out to me is Stephen Curtis Chapman mm-hmm. of like the couple times I've gotten to open for him, like, and spend time with him. Like he's just so genuine and so kind and like exactly who you hope he would be, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and so just learning from him has been so cool. And just, it's crazy to like, be around the people that you grew up on their music, you know? Yeah. Was he a influence, a heavy influence in your music? Okay. Hugely, especially in the kind of songwriting from that point of view. Um, I would always like listen to his lyrics and be like, how did he do this? Like how did he tell stories this way? (laughs) I just think he's so gifted. Who else influenced you growing up? Um, I listened a lot to an artist named Nicole Nordeman. Yes. Um, who also is a piano player and great storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my influences are kind of a little bit all over the place sometimes because I also grew up on some gospel music and, um, but at the same time, like I was leading worship at church. So listening to a lot of worship yeah. and then I was um, training in classical piano and would start training in jazz. So I, <laughs> I kind of have a lot of, <laughs> different um pieces that kind of bring the puzzle together yeah you're painting with a lot of different colors oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) makes it interesting sometimes yeah were you going to church when you were little like your parents involved in Mm -hmm. church oh yeah do you remember when you gave your heart to the lord 
Yes. So I remember, like, you know, when I was little, like, saying the prayer with my parents. Yeah. And that whole thing that yeah. sometimes church kids do, you know? Yep. But then there was a moment for me as a teenager where I kind of realized, like, oh, wait, like, do I just believe this stuff because my parents do? Like, do I just come to church because my parents do? And so mm-hmm. it really, it made me come to the Lord in a new way and go, Lord, I like, if this is really what the people around me are saying it is, like, I would love to meet you for real. Like, mm-hmm. could you meet me in a personal way? And because I, I told him, too, like, I don't want to lie about this if it's something that, you know, I don't believe or haven't experienced. And so I, I need you to speak to me in a personal way now, like, mm. and it has to be my own. And I think a lot of church kids experience that of like, you know, this has to be my own or, you know, yeah. I can't continue with it. And I think, you know, we're seeing kids walk away from the church a lot because um, they haven't had a personal relationship with Jesus. And that's one of the things that breaks my heart the most. And um, I've walked through that. And so it was amazing how when I got really honest with the Lord about that, He met me so Mm -hmm. powerfully and I experienced the Holy Spirit. And um, once you really experience it, it, you know, you can't turn back. Like, yeah, pretty life changing when it's for real. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it was as a, as a teenager for me. Yeah. How did that impact uh, your music once you made that decision and you really felt like this is this is definitely real? I'm on a on a fresh yeah. journey with God. How did that impact your music? Yeah, I mean, it changes everything. And I started writing about that experience too. And um, I have a song called "Love Me Back to Life" that's just about that experience. And um, it's about how. It's like I used to see the world in black and white, and all of a sudden I can see it in color mm. because the Lord just brought the color into life. And um, and so I think it's been interesting to to try and put that experience into words for people. Like, you can't make right. other people experience it, but um, hopefully the story and the testimony of it um, might inspire somebody else you know, to go asking the Lord for a real encounter. Yeah. So worship music, is that something that you are still, are you still leading worship in a church? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love leading worship. It's, um, it's just one of my favorite places. And I I had thought at one point that I might be a worship pastor forever. And like, Mm. that would be what I would do. (laughs) Um, but you know, the Lord had, plans for me to be an artist and I love that yeah. so much. Um and so it's like coming home to my church in Nashville is like just the most refilling mm. place to leave. So that's so beautiful. Yeah, so I'm grateful. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Over the Rims of Mugs, made possible by Iconic Sparkle. Get fun and fashionable accessories such as necklaces, earrings, and bracelets that can go with any outfit for any occasion for just $5. Owner Mandy Heinch desires to change the world through her accessories and what it allows her to offer. Fashion accessory advice, boosting confidence, and training those who want to start their own business. Learn more at IconicSparkle.com or on their app. You mentioned that you've been living in Nashville for six years. So how did mm-hmm. how did COVID impact your career <laughs> plans, your college plans? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> COVID was not fun for musicians. It um, because <laughs> our whole 
pretty much our whole livelihood is playing live shows. So um, all of that stopped. And I, I was at an interesting point then, too, because I was graduating um, my undergrad in 2020. And I had, like, it seemed like everything was happening career-wise. Like, mm-hmm. I was about to go on tour. I was about to release my first record. Um, and I was talking with all these record labels and probably going to sign. And it just, it seemed like God's opening the doors and that's amazing. And then when COVID happened, all of that stopped and it left me being like, God, I thought you were doing this thing. Like, are you Mm. like taking it away? Like you wouldn't do that, you know? Mm. And, um, so it, it left me in a really weird place of like reevaluating. Is this what I'm supposed to be doing right now? Like I know. You you want me to be an artist? Like, is it just not right now? Um, and it caused me to think, you know, if I were to do anything else at this point, I would love to be a music teacher and probably at the college level because I just love college students in the way that like they're really growing into who they are and discovering their own musical style, and it's just I love it. So mm. to be a professor, you need a master's at least, and so. I went into um, my graduate program at Belmont, and I never would have done that had COVID not happened. Wow. Um, It's amazing because it gave me these two years to, like, really, I mean, it was really two years in a practice room, like, (laughs) honing my skills, working Mm -hmm. on my songs, and and completing this program and a thesis and um, some cool research and stuff, and it just... I just needed that time and I didn't know it um, to really, you know, be faithful and, and focus on honing my craft. And mm-hmm. um, so it's cool <clears throat> graduating out of that, like seeing how different of a place I was in after that. And I just, I was ready after grad school <laughs> to step into what God had. And, and then he was ready to, and he said it's yeah. time. And um, so now I'm getting to do the thing that I thought was going to happen a few years ago, but it's amazing how the timing of the Lord really is the best timing. I love that. Isn't it just like God to take something that the enemy meant for evil and turn it for good? Yes. Yes. He said he would do that. Yes. (laughs) Still seeing it. His promise, yes, and amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. All right, so what kind of things are you dreaming about? Like, where would you like to be maybe in the next five or ten years? Oh, that's such a good, big question. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm like, I'm such a dreamer. Like, I'm always thinking about that, and I'm also, like, so enjoying where I am right now. And Mm. I think, like, opening for people who I really respect and can learn from is, like, my immediate, you know, future goal yeah so um opening for danny has been so great and i i can't wait to see you know what tours we're gonna do next year and the year after that um but i imagine like like right now i'm mostly touring with just me and the piano and it's a real treat when i get to have my band come out with me so i imagine we'll do some more full band shows and we can add some more keyboards and just make it such a musical (laughs) fun experience and um so i think about that a lot i think about the music and mm-hmm. i think about um you know i i really feel like this project was meant to center around joy and mm-hmm. that theme and i just 
I I believe it's time for the people of God to have joy again. And so I'm like, this is for right now. And then I know that like God will um, give vision to the next project after that and, Mm -hmm. and say what he wants to say to his people through those. And so a lot of it, I don't know, but I just, I get excited thinking about it because I know, you know, the Lord's written a whole story that is going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, you are so right that you're listening for God to speak. And when you keep hearing something repeated over and over, you know you're on Mm -hmm. the right track of following the next direction that He has for you. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Can you share something that you're learning right now? Maybe um, something that you didn't see Mm -hmm. coming or... Or maybe maybe something, it's a wow moment. Something happened and you're, and yeah. you're kind of leaning into that. Oh, man. So many wow moments. So many things I'm learning. This this is just like, some of it's very practical, you know, and I think we need those things too, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of what I'm learning on the road and something I was nervous for on the road is, I was like, how are we going to keep all these people healthy on the road. Like, mm-hmm. is it possible? I don't know. Um, <laughs> That's you know, a great thought. That, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it possible that none of us get sick, but also that we're spiritually healthy and emotionally healthy? And like, mm-hmm. we're, you know, a lot of these people are away from their families. How do we focus on that? And so that's something that I'm very practically learning is how do I, take care of my mind and body and spirit on the road? And how do I be an encouragement to people around me? Um, especially because we know that those shows at night can be really impactful for people. And we want to show up mm-hmm. in, you know, hundred percent as our healthy yeah. selves. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, so that's something I'm really practically learning that we need to be getting enough sleep and drinking mm-hmm. enough water. And it's just the basics, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that's important for all of us to, to do to show up as our best selves. And and then, you know, taking care of our spiritual walk, too, and being, you know, meeting with the Lord every day um, to make sure that we can really that our minds are open to see what God is doing in those moments and in those night shows. So I'm learning a lot about that and mm. what it means to be healthy, even when you're in kind of a weird schedule and in a different place. Every yeah. Day. Road life is, yeah. um, is a little yeah. challenging. <laughs> you kind of become a family though, right? Totally. Totally. <clears throat> so that means you're totally. getting I mean, big brothers and big sisters on the <laughs> tour. <laughs> totally. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, none of us knew each other coming into this tour. And, you know, there's 24 of us who, you know, you're living with 24 strangers mm-hmm. <laughs> all of a sudden. And, um, yeah. and but they've, be- they've become like family for real. We have mm-hmm. so much fun. What has been uh, an important lesson for you that you've learned so far in life that if you could give one piece of advice to somebody, maybe, maybe that is wanting you know, has a dream to be a musician or an mm. artist or or just somebody that, yeah. you know, it's just trying to walk out this life. Things are hard sometimes. I mean, yeah. in any given day, life can change mm-hmm. immediately. And so totally. there are totally. just hard places and great, beautiful days and all of that mm. in between. What What kind of advice would you give? Yeah, 
I wish I could go back and tell myself this too. Like, you know, early on musician, Natalie, Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, we, we look at dreams, we look at big dreams and we look at life and it seems just overwhelming sometimes. Like, how are we ever going to tackle this thing? Mm -hmm. Um, how are we ever going to get to the other side or get to the dream that we're looking at? And, um, I think it can be just like, you know, some of us try to buckle down and just do it. Some of us try to shy away from it, you know, whatever the case may be. But what I found is just that the Lord honors faithfulness of His people. And if it's just like daily obedience in a really small way, I think that that is kind of the way that we take steps toward um, something better. And so... I even tell people when they're like, you know, how do I learn to play the piano? Like, I don't even know where to start with that. <laughs> um, I think some people would say, you know, just like practice for hours and, and get into it, you know. Mm. And I think like five or ten minutes a day would get you there mm. way, <laughs> way more smoothly if you were really dedicated and faithful to that. And I think that that goes for lots of things. Mm. That if we come to the Lord five or 10 minutes a day, that can change everything. If we put five or 10 minutes a day toward a dream or a goal, that can change everything. And so I think it's just consistency and faithfulness Mm. that, you know, that's who God is. He's a faithful God. And so I think He rewards that in His people too. So I've seen that be true in my own life, and I'm, I'm trying to continue just being faithful in the little ways he's, he's always said he loves the little things and he loves to use those things. And Mm -hmm. so um, I found that to be true for me. Such great advice, Natalie. Man, it's been true in my life. I don't know. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we wish you well. We're looking forward to seeing you in January. And I can't wait. Yeah. So refilled from all the Christmas stuff. It's going to be great. That's right. <laughs> uh, we yeah. we are enjoying so much your music, and um, you're such a delight. I know that God's got very special plans for you, and so we're excited mm-hmm. that we get a chance to kind of partner with you in the mission of sharing the gospel. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you, Denise. Thanks to my guest today, Natalie Lane, for sharing her story. And thanks to you for listening to this episode of Over the Rims of Mugs. If you'd like to share a comment or you have a question, you can email us, podcast at wearethebridge.org. And hey, I co-host the morning show on The Bridge every weekday morning, and I would love to have you join me there or through our Bridge app. And you're also welcome to catch up with me for a daily devotion on my blog entitled Treasured Inside. You can find it directly at deniseharper.blog, or links to all of these are at wearethebridge.org. Thanks again for joining me here. We were never meant to journey alone. Whether you're having a great day or a hard one, we need each other to celebrate and to stand in the gap. Sharing our stories helps remind us that we are not alone. And when we sit with women who sit at the feet of Jesus, the conversations are different. We walk away feeling inspired, not inferior, because we know this Christian walk is a race, but not a competition. I'm your host, Denise Harper, encouraging you to catch up with a friend or make a new one and enjoy some good conversation over the rims of mugs.